Ha, there's absolutely nothing. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. See you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. There's nothing to make you lift your voice to the heavens like that special feeling of grace that washes upon you when you open or when you wake up in the morning and realize ah god has chosen me to live once again god has chosen me to live another day That feeling is so special. and with that choice god made over your life we thank you for making the choice to be in our lives and allowing us to be in yours as well good morning this is the morning dew on plus radio As usual and as I promise, my name is Benjamin Sapon. It's a pleasure to come your way this terrific Thursday morning. Stay with us on this one. It promises to be very exciting this morning. Stay with us here on the plus. To some Thursday mornings are special. Um they are when they are Thursday mornings are special for you. And thank goodness for Thursday mornings. Indeed, we want to see you this very morning. Let me hear you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. 
morning my very desire is to see the lord and so i hope and i pray that the lord opens my eyes to see him this morning Plus radio. Plus radio. We Your number one internet radio station. Plus radio. Plus radio. Your number one internet radio station. Plus radio. Plus radio. I hear Interesting, interesting show for you this very morning. Um, a few things on our minds this morning. Yesterday, of course, the nationwide um, there was not crowd, but you could feel the vibes around the whole whole country. Uh, speak of the fix the country demonstration. We're going to have a conversation around that. I mean, for the organizers, it had been a long time coming. I mean, Charlie, some cold issues and all of that. Finally, um, they had to put to bed, fix the country demonstration. We bring you the reactions from um, some people. This 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 demonstration was cut across. Some demogra- I mean, some dem- the demographics were white. You know, we had some old men, some old 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 man uh, as part of the demonstration. Of course, with some 
um teenagers also joining in so a cut across so bring some reactions from them and lots and lots of people from various ages as i'm saying as i said so um stay tuned for this important um discussion but then before that let's um listen to time the story man when we return of course commanding your morning segment would be on so um let's listen to time the story man after this Plus Radio. Plus Radio. So when COVID hit last year, a friend of mine invited me to witness his swearing in of the American citizenship oath. I mean, he was due to become an American citizen. And uh, he was so excited. We all laughed from ear to ear. So the day came in. A judge presided over the ceremony and before she sworn in 20 odd brand new US citizens, she, she said, I want you to know that the oath you are about to take right now is a legally binding contract. This country defends your rights and you in exchange agree to uphold its laws. Citizenship is a contract. You keep your end of the deal and we keep ours. Break this oath and you are on your own. <laughs> I thought that was profound, I confessed. I had never thought about citizenship as a contract, but clearly it is. It got me thinking though, what other contracts do we tend to take for granted and what are the consequences of breaching them? Do you turn up for work on time and stay the entire time you are contracted to? When you are sitting at your work computer chatting on Facebook, are you living up to the side of the contract you signed with your employees? What about when you don't put in your full effort into every single tax? Yes, you or you demand the full salary at the end of the month. Are you not reaching your contract? Or maybe you are an employer. You hired people to do the job, but you haven't given them the needed tools they need to do it. You want them to be the competition, but you are not building their capacity in any way possible. They have to wait for days, months, sometimes even years for their salaries, even though their bills are not waiting with them. Are you not breaching the contract you made with them when you when you hired them? Or perhaps you run your own business. People pay you for the product or services. In exchange for their money, you promise them a result. That is a contract, you know. Every time you fail to deliver what you, they paid for, are you not breaching that contract? every time a customer complains is that not a suggestion that you are not living up to the side of the deal or maybe you're a teacher you are employed to educate a child would enter into your class as a blank slate and by the time they leave they must not only have knowledge but how to apply that knowledge you teach them you have a contract with the children their parents and even the society and make sure every single child in your care is equipped with the tools only you can equip them with. So when your students fail or worse, when they leave your class with outdated, chew and poor information that has little or no real-world applicational value, have you not breached your contract? Maybe you are a politician listening to me this morning. You were elected or appointed to serve the struggling people of Ghana. You promised them solutions to their problems. You promised them better lives in exchange for their votes. But since you took the keys to your V8, the only person whose life has become better is you. 
your mandate constitutes a contract. So every single day that you remain in power and your people remain in poverty, you are breaching the contract, aren't you? How about you and I, my friends? Citizens. Let's think back to the story of my friends swearing in. Look, I know it's easy to grow a sense of entitlement when so many things are going wrong in the society. And every choice of a leader is just as bad as the last. I know it's easy to point at a politician and say, you first breached your contract. But what about us? Are we keeping our end of the deal? When we later, when we drive through the red light, when we buy police officers, when we lynch suspected robbers, when we pee against the wall, when we defecate on the beaches, when we build without permits, when we involve ourselves in galamsey, when we connect power illegally, when we fail to report crimes, when we don't pay the taxes we are expected to, when we organize or attend banned events, when we walk into the shop without stopping to wash our hands, when we don't wear our nose marks, are these not ways in which we breach our citizenship contract on daily basis? So if you are not keeping our deal with Ghana, why are we surprised that it's still not the country or the nation we want it to be? My dear friends, we have all signed a contract with each other, with our children, with our friends, with our employers, with our pastors, with our church, and there are consequences to breaching this contract. Only a cheat expects something for nothing. If you haven't done your deal, you can't claim your deal. So today on this transformative Thursday morning, I want you to have a word with yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. Look at your contract again and read every clause carefully and comply with every single provision. Only then, only then can you rightly expect other parties to keep up their end. I am your story man and I can't be in breach so I'm reading the fine prints. Good morning, loyal listeners. So that was your time with the story man. Our time with the story man. Thank you. Thank you, story man, for um, your wonderful rendition, you know. So up next would be jumping into commanding your morning so if you haven't shared the link already if you haven't shared the links already kindly do so if you are struggling to reach out to any new link it's the same old link we have the same old links we've been sharing every day so kindly hop onto any of them kindly share them with anybody you can find any number anyone online anyone who is um yet to get it and then very soon we'll jump into and do the thing that is much much needed
Monday, you learned how to go with God. We, we, we learned how to not just take our own moves, not just to go on our own self, but in how to connect with God. We also learned that we should not be deceived. You know, we should not be deceived. And yesterday, we learned that our lives can be the only Bible people would read. Mm-hmm. Think about someone who doesn't know how to read and write. Your lifestyle is the only thing he or she will be able to read and understand. So we have to take inventory of our lives every single day. How we live, how we how we do it, just how we go about our lives, the entirety of our lives. We need to really take an inventory of that. This morning we are blessed to have Mr. Kofi Brown on the line. He's going to lead us in the commanding morning segment. Good morning, say good morning. Good morning. And then yeah. our first time here. So just tell us something about yourself and then quickly we can um yeah. Oh, okay. I'm Kofi Brown Jr. Okay. Um I'm first uh someone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, giving himself to the Lord Jesus Christ somewhere in 2010. Life has been different since that time. Oh, At the moment, I'm, I'm a laboratory scientist, and then I belong to the Summit of God, the Central Church in Takradi. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, that is where we receive inspiration, direction, and guidance from and then we've been on it and so now doing the best we can oh okay okay all right that is uh i think that's quite short but really really in depth um so thank you for having um thanks for i mean accepting our invitation this morning glory to god so um then take us away we want to hear from god and then to be able to pray so kindly take us away then all right, thank you very much, my brother. God bless you so much. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank God for the chance He's given me for preserving my life and then um, directing me all the way until this point. I want to thank um, my, my, my pastor, my shepherd, and my guide.
the Bible says that um, just for those who have happened in at this time, all those who are who are just looking up at this time, I will say that David made a statement. I laid down and slept. That and I am awake. But the Lord sustained. The Lord that sustained. Um, this is one of the scriptures I learned very early life that you wake up if you should sleep if you wake up then it's not something that is automatic. There is an action. There is a power that acts. That is God. David recognizes that there is a power that sustains us even us. Fellow believers. This morning, we want to, wherever you are, you want to open up your mouth, you want to lift up your heart and God and then express thanksgiving to God. Because the Lord has sustained, the Lord has sustained us, the Lord has shown himself such that we sleep and up to yet another day. We want to bless the Lord. The Lord is 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 the cause is good oh sorry the Lord is and we have tasted the goodness of God wherever you are I want to say the Father I thank you Father I bless your name Father I bless you Father I bless your name the name of the Lord Jesus the Lord we bless your name, Jesus. Faithful Lord, we thank you. Faithful Lord, we bless you. The Bible says that in every talking about the mercy of God, that they are looking, they are serving a God that is full of mercy, full of mercy. He's rich in mercy. That is why God has has God has been faithful to us through the times from times past the faithfulness the faithfulness of God, the mercy of God has never fallen short on spending his the Lord has been blessed. Wanna thank God again this time around for his honesty that Father we thank you God We thank you even for the mercies that have been furnished once again this morning. Thank you that we are able to come before us. Thank you that this point is a point in counter message. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for mercy in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. We want to move into scripture and then see what God has for us to do. Um, take a, a little time to read the word of God. The Bible says that for the word of God is quick. Other translations we say that the word of God is a clean one. Sap. Hallelujah. So I believe that there are times that it becomes very necessary that we set time to 
be the word of God. The one that is quick and powerful, the one that is sharper than any two edges of piercing even to the dividing center of the soul and the spirit. The chance and love. The Bible says that this same word of God is a discerner of thoughts, intents of the heart. I believe that when we take, make time to read the word of God, we are aligned as far as the plan and the purposes of God is concerned. Yeah, we are we are brought into into place. We are brought into position as far as the scripture is concerned. And so this is my basis for our reading the scripture this morning. We are moving to the book of First Kings. First Kings chapter nineteen. <coughs> so if you are wherever you are, please open your Bible. Let's read along. First Kings chapter nineteen, we we'll start from the verse fifteen. Verse 15. I read, and the Lord said unto him, Go, return on thy way to the wilderness. When thou comest, anoint Israel, the king of Syria, Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint. <coughs> the son of Nimshi shall thou anoint the king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat of Abel Mehola, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Israel shall Jehu slay. Him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me seven thousand Israel, all the knee which have not bowed unto bow, and every mouth which have not kissed. We are reading down. So is that verse nineteen. So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat who was ploughing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, he with the twelve. And Elijah passed by him. Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And left the oxen and ran after Elijah. He said, Let me, I pray thee, my father and my mother, then I will follow thee. He said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done thee? He turned back from him, took a yoke of oxen, slew them. And pour their flesh with instruments give unto the people. He did eat. Then he arose, went up Elijah, ministered unto him. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord. I am I I would want us to move to Second Kings so we we look at a portion of scripture there, then I can zoom in. So go to Second Kings chapter two. We are reading from verse one to twelve. So the second two, second Kings chapter two, one to twelve, it came to pass, and the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind. That Elijah went, Elisha from Gilgal, and Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, but the Lord has sent me to Bethel. Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. Sons of the prophets. That were at Bethel came forth to Elisha, said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will pick up the He said, Yes, and Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, but the Lord has sent me to Jericho. As the Lord lives, I will not leave thee. So did Jericho. The sons of the prophets that were at Jericho, Elisha said unto him, 
knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head? And he answered, Yea, I know it. O And Elijah said unto him, Sorry, I pray thee. For the Lord has sent me to Jordan. As the Lord liveth, and as the soul liveth, and all And it went on. These men were sons of the prophet went and far off. And they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. He divided it and so that they too went over on dry ground. Verse 9. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah and said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee, for I will take it away from thee. Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Said, thou hast asked a hard thing, nevertheless, thou see me when I am taken shall be so answered. If not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as the still went on talked about that talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, horses of fire, and parted them put asunder. And Elijah went up by while wind heaven. And Elijah saw it cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, horseman thereof, saw him home, food of his own clothes, and rent them in pieces. Hallelujah. And the reading here, then God bless you for reading along. So, this is a very popular account. We all know most of us have heard about the Elijah Elisha account. And that is what has been read. What you are looking at this morning, I start with that the course is about being a true disciple. Being a true disciple. Um, we all know what a disciple is. A disciple is one that has someone, something, and seeks to propagate the belief he has. Spread the news about what he what he did. That is where disciple is. Um, no. You know from this account you've read, the Bible says that in First Kings chapter nineteen, from the verse, the Bible talks about how God instructed Elijah, who is the man of God, that is one of the greatest prophets the Bible has ever talked about. Is that God instructed Elijah? Who and particularly anoint some people which involved Elisha. Well, I want all of us to know if you are here, by hearing my voice, wherever you are, there is always a plan of God concerning every life. Mm. Truth of the matter is that in you are not aware. Elisha, while he was there, was not even aware that there was a plan of God concerning his life. Poor fellow Christians, and a, a whole lot of people are moving about their lives knowing nothing as far as the plan of God is concerned. But I want us to know from this that there is always a plan. God is interested in every our life. Which we have a plan, a plan, a plan available for every our life. Everything in our life. Whether you know about it or not, there is a plan. That is the why you have to that plan. It is very, very important to note that there is a plan. 
and then you see this account talks about Elijah and Elijah. Elijah is a great man. I want us everyone who is hearing my voice today to note that the same that Elijah Elijah's plan, Elijah's purpose was very particular or very um important to God, the same way the plan for your life is a secret. I want you to know that you are not little, you are not weak, you are not frail. You are not you are not neglected, you are not hopeless. Whatever it is, wherever you are, there is a plan of God that is concerning your life. And this plan, God is particularly interested in it for it to be executed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is particularly interested. It is very important to note that this thing, that is how come many people are moving about with sense of direction with no sense of purpose. First, have not taught to, they have not brought themselves to see what it is God has for them and to and to pursue what it is God has for them. It's very important. The Bible says, the Bible says that he um, has workmanship created Christ Jesus unto good works. His workmanship created Christ Jesus unto that this one eh, it is a way that God has prepared way before time. It is a, a, a direction that God has has self prepared for every individual believer. God has prepared a way for you. All you need to do is to subject yourself to the direction of God and to pursue its plan. The Bible says that the steps of the righteous, the steps of a good man, they are all dead by the Lord. And he says that, and he delights in them. See, the only way God delights in a man is when the man is willing the ways that God has directed for him. It is something that we need to understand as believers so that we know that our life is valuable, our lives are precious, and so we need to live the life every dispensing and, and, and making manifest the very plan and purpose of God for our life. And this should be done on a daily basis. On a daily basis. You wake up, you wake up thinking, what does God expect of me today? When you move with the steps of God, you carry God himself in every step of the That is how you reach to purpose. That is how you you walk in the way, and at the end of the day, the Bible says, I will call you, oh, faithful servant, enter thou into my rest. It is very important to note that so we are talking about a true disciple, true disciple, and the focus is Elisha. The next few minutes, pick some very important points, and then we will get to know what it is to be a true disciple. That account is actually from the verse 19. So, First Kings chapter 19, verse 19, reading downwards. See, we all read the account and then um, we, we got to know how issues panned out. There was Elijah who was moving about because God had directed him. Then there was Elisha who was also doing his own business. The Bible says that he was working, he was attending to his own duty. And then Elijah passed and threw a mantle upon him. And then we know of Elisha's reaction and all that. What I want us to understand is that 
a true disciple is one that understands that there is a call. A true disciple is one that understands that there is a call. Without a call, there is nothing like discipleship. It is a call, the call of God, that draws men into discipleship. If you want to be, if you, if you are a disciple, and, 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 and let me be quick to add that every Christian, as far as you are a Christian, every Christian has the call of God upon life. And so every Christian has to come to the place of understanding what it is this call is. Every Christian must pursue as an individual what it is that God is calling me to do. It is very important, very important to note. So Elisha, the Bible says that, was doing his own responsibility. When the mantle was thrown upon him, the Bible says that he understood what it is. Immediately he left up that he was doing and pursued Elijah. What it is that you are doing as a Christian in your life now? What it is that you are has has, has been your focus? What has it what has been the thing that is engaging you at this moment? So that even when the call of God is coming, for some of us God has been calling, God has been giving us promptings, the Holy Ghost has been giving us leadings, but we keep on neglecting because we are focused on what we are doing. It is a good thing to be. It is a good thing to even be busy in the house of God. That is one direction that that a lot of people ha- have issues because there are people who are busy with service, people who are busy doing things in the house of God, but they have not paid attention to the very call of God concerning their lives. It is possible that you can serve the Lord very diligently, but then you will not be paying attention to the very purpose for which he has called you. It is very important to note. So this man, Elisha, the Bible says that, okay, let me, let me chip in this. The man was busy. The man was doing his, his, his job. The Bible says, I, want to, I want to state that in the face of the call of God, there is nothing like a busy man. Anyone that will be a true disciple should understand or should have gone to the point where he operates from understanding, where he can say that, yes, I am busy. So God has given me a direction. God says that, move this particular direction. When you know that, yeah, you have to do this for God or, or you, you have your own responsibilities, God says that, put it on hold and do this for me. As far as the call is concerned, do this for me. Many of us who always want to find excuses and reason to, to do what God has directed us to do later. God is asking you to, in a car, God is asking you to minister love to someone. God is asking you at the workplace, God is asking you to find time separate to talk to a particular client or, or to have an engagement with a particular, maybe a, 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 fellow, a fellow worker, a colleague worker. But then you think you are busy, you are consumed in the, the work you are doing, and for that matter, you neglect the direction of God. That is one thing that we need to know. To become a true disciple, one must, must understand what it is, what the call of God is. If you reach to the place of understanding, that is when you shall be able to represent as a true disciple of God. In the face of a call, there is no busy man. I want to add that in the face of the call, there is nothing like likes or dislikes. 
there is no true disciple that will hold on to his likes or dislikes. Sometimes the call of God will be uncomfortable. Sometimes the God, call of God will ask you to, to leave whatever you are doing, whatever that is precious to you, whatever that you so cherish. The Bible says that in Scripture, the Bible says that Jesus told them that if any man shall follow me, he shall he shall move away from his parents. I say, forget about them and come, 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 come and, 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 and follow me. Carry your course, come and pursue me. That is that is the whole scenario that Jesus was, was putting across. You need to learn, you need to understand that there's nothing, it, it cannot be all pleasing, it cannot be all exciting, but you need to respond to the call because you understand that there is a call. Fellow believers, brethren, I need us to understand this one very vital point that there is a call. You need to understand also that there is a call. Hallelujah. And then we move on. The Bible says that there is an immediate response to that call by Elisha. Immediately the mantle was thrown, which was a sign of the call. Elisha didn't even know what was going on, but he understood the call. Sometimes you don't have to know what is going on. But you sense within, you sense within there's a communication in your spirit. There's an engagement in your spirit that, hey, this is what God wants to do. This is what God wants me to do. You do not need to find any anything evident to back that. You just move. As far as it is the prompting of God, and as I say this, I pray that whoever that is listening will have an open ear and an open heart, such that when God speaks, we shall hear in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's another level to understanding the call. That is the response to the call. Most of the times we lag. We become sluggish concerning the call of God. Sometimes we are aware of what we ought to do. We are aware, fully aware of what we are supposed to do as believers. Mm-hmm. As believers. But then we become lazy. We become sluggish. We, become, we, we, we tend to postpone. Most of us are, 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 are corporate. We, we, we tend to postpone what it is that we have to do for God. I pray that as we are, as we are learning, God will deliver us from any spirit that causes us to postpone anything that has to do with God. Amen. When we have been called for a prayer meeting, when we have been called for, for a time to pray, you have been, you have, the, the Spirit of God has, 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 has prompted you to wake up and pray at, at dawn. You consider how busy you have been, you were in the previous day, and how you need to have enough rest, and so you neglect. You say that, oh, I'll do it in the morning. You don't know how that prayer time would have saved another person. You don't know what inspiration or what illumination, what understanding God would have reached your heart as a result of the prayer. You don't know how God would have opened your eyes concerning some things as a result of prayer. We sometimes want to always believe there's a there's there's an attitude that is growing in the in the in the body of Christ where believers will always want to place God second. Always, if I see second, is even is even understandable or manageable. Most of us act in a manner that we place God as, as the last person to consider. I pray that God will deliver us from all all this. Many of us will always relegate God to the background, and then when things become tough, that is when we will consult God. But the true disciple is one that immediately responds to the call of God response to the call of God, in irrespective of whatever the engagement is, God comes first. So that God takes preeminence 
in the life of the man that is a true disciple. Hallelujah. Amen. This is one thing that we need to learn from Elisha. As part of the devotion, this is not supposed to be something that will, that will make you confused. I want you to take it one step after the other. Learn that there is a call. Learn that you need to respond to the call. It's actually your response to this call that will make you a true disciple. It is important that we know. we note this. The Bible says that after Elijah threw the mantle, Elisha pursued Elijah. And when he had done that, he told him, Why are you for, what, have I, what have I done to you? To you? The Bible says that the man Elisha went back. He went to slay, he went to sacrifice, virtually sacrifice his stuff. The truth of the matter is that every true disciple knows how to sacrifice. There is a place of sacrifice. There is a place of sacrifice for every true disciple. You need to sacrifice your sleep at some point. You need to sacrifice your time at some point. You need to sacrifice your money at some point. Any true disciple, you need to sacrifice your energy. If you are listening to me and you are a young man, you are a young lady, you are a youth, this is the time that you have the energy. This is the time that you have, have the power to choose. And if there is any choice to be made, I want to admonish you that make a choice for God today. As part of the devotion today, learn that you need to make a choice for God. When there are options, choose God. Let us get to the plane where we understand that God is the ultimate and we need to pursue God no matter what. Mm. There is the readiness to sacrifice for the true disciple. The true disciple is one that is ready. Amidst all odds, I would put all aside all because God has given a particular direction. All because God is taking me to a particular direction. We need to understand this. It is very important. Sometimes it doesn't come easy. It doesn't. You see, there is, there is a price to pay. And that is what Elisha did. There is a price to pay every time. You need to understand that there is a price to pay. There is a price to pay. May God grant us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God grant us grace. Wherever you are, you want to pray along with me. May God grant you the grace to be able to respond. Travis says that when, when, when you go in a song, he says, when, when you call me, I will respond. I will come running into your arms. I will come running, running. That is the attitude. You are praying that God checks by the, by the, by, 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 by as the word of God is ministered. May God check our every attitude. Mm. Let our attitude turn around so that we will take immediate action as far as the, the call of God is concerned. We will understand. Let understanding reach into our spirit. Let understanding reach into our spirit. Let us know, know what it is the call of God is. Let us know and understand the call of God. Let us immediately respond in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, grant us the ability, grant us the ability that when you speak, we shall hear, that when you direct, we shall know in the name of the Lord Jesus. Grant us the grace and the discipline to be able to respond to the call. Grant us the ability to be able to sacrifice what it needs to be sacrificed. Grant us the ability to be strengthened in, 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 in our inner man that we shall be able to pay whatever price it is. If it is if it has to come down to staying up for three hours interceding for another person, grant us the grace to be able to do that. If it comes to, to, to the point where we, we, we need to 
forsake our, our daily bills just to help another brother. Grant us the grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. If it comes to the point where we need to devote our time for, for God and for the church, we are praying in the name of the Lord Jesus. Grant us the grace to be able to do that. Father, we pray for grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I want to say this at this point that being a, a true disciple goes way beyond being a part of a church. Many of us, many of us, because our association with some kind of ministries, our association with some kind of churches, we tend to believe that we are, we are, we are, we are doing what God expects of us. It goes way beyond that. You see, in the in the account we read, there is there is they they have a certain where there is the sons of the prophet. There were other prophets around. There were other prophets, the sons of the prophet, and and they were all aware of the man Elijah. If we are talking about true discipleship and we are basing on this account, we are looking at Elijah being God, representing God in, 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 this, in the account. And so whenever there is a call from God, that is when we, we, we pursue. What I want to say is that it goes beyond being a part of a, a, an organization or a church. It goes way beyond that. A true discipleship, a, a disciple is the one that pursues fellowship with God. It is the fellowship with God. That is why Elijah, Elijah followed Elijah all the way to the end where he saw him leave. You see, there are points that people dis will discourage you. I want you to learn this, that there are points that people will come to discourage you. Situations and happenings of life will come to disappoint you, such that you will want to turn away from God. But I want you to be strong in your faith. I want you to understand that that is even the, the point where you have to stand and stand to your ground sure. You need to be focused and, 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 and pursue fellowship with God. A true disciple is one that pursues fellowship with God. A true disciple is one that goes beyond himself. It is not all about the church and the service in, in, in church. It is not all about being a good person at your workplace or being a good person as a student. It's not all, in, it's not all about preaching the word of God. Even, I, I need to say this, it's not all about being an evangelist and so you go about speaking the word of God. It's not all about that. It is about the intimacy that you have, the connection that you have with God on a daily basis. So I want us to know that every true disciple, this is this is actually a way of, of, of rounding up all that I've been saying, that there is no true disciple who has who doesn't have a true fellowship with the Spirit of God, who doesn't have a true fellowship with God. I need us to learn, wherever you are, if you just tuned in, if you just tuned in, I need you to learn that there is a there is a place for the Spirit of God in the life of every true disciple. Every true disciple is the one that has fellowship with God. Fellowship. Fellowship with God. Fellowship with God. An intentional fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. God grants us grace. God grants us grace. God grants us grace. God grants us grace. Glory. Sing with me 
Yeah, she pray glory, glory to the land for you are glory and worthy to pray. You are the Lamb upon the throne. And you reign in righteousness forever. You are the Lamb. For you are glorious. You are worthy to pray. The Lamb upon. Grace to be 
steadfast, no matter what happens, grant us the spirit, the overcoming spirit. May we overcome in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May we know clearly what it is that the purpose of God is for our lives is. is. May we know clearly, may we not have any doubt. May we not be confused at any point. Even when we get to the place of confusion, may our confidence in you, may the fellowship we ride with you lead us to be able to move, navigate through the times and reach to our place of purpose. Let the plan of God concerning every life be made evident. At this, uh, at this morning, as we share scripture, as we pray, make, let, let the word of God, let the direction of God be clear to anyone that is listening in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. For the many that have been confused for, 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 for times past, in the name of the Lord Jesus, make these people come to realization of the very plan of God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. As we wrap up, I want to say that if you shall determine to be a true disciple, if you shall determine to be distinguished as a servant of God, as a child of God, the Lord will show himself faithful. The Bible says that Elisha received the double portion of the great man Elijah's anointing. If you shall respond to the call, you shall be, God shall honor you. Hallelujah. God shall bring you to the place of honor. God will never ever turn his eyes away from the one that has determined to be a true disciple. I want you to understand that God is interested in your life. God is interested in your life. And I will repeat it again. God is interested in your life. And so you need to be interested in God also. You need to be interested in God also. May all our interests and desires, may all our passions and commitments, may all our dedications and pursuits be channeled to God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord who is faithful, the Lord who is sure to to, to accomplish whatever purpose he has begun, the Lord who out of love created parts and uh, parts of direction, parts of purpose and, and, and parts of plan for every man, honor you and bring you to the place of purpose. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, have we prayed. Amen. Amen. Awesome. God bless you. God, God bless you for, for, for sharing with us. Amen. God bless you also for the opportunity. I'm right here. You sit high, still you're looking for somewhere you could abide. to search no more oh, I'm the one you're looking for when you call me I will respond yeah when you call me I will respond when you pull me I will come running to your arms oh, I will your number one internet radio station plus radio plus radio See you see all, still you're searching 
right here Oh Jesus, I'm the one Yeah true disciple who does not have a fellowship with God. I say so, do you have a fellowship with God? Cause you will you respond or you'd have excuses you have uh, excuses towards the call ask yourself this morning i want you to ask yourself when he calls will you be running or you have excuses to Mr. Kofi Brown for the word and God bless his word in our lives this morning. Let us know where you listen to from and we'll give you a shout out. Very soon we'll be zooming into um, the birthday wishes and all of that. So if you have anyone, any special person you want to say, you want to wish them on their birthday or you just want to shout, give a shout to them kindly for us. 
forward all of them to us and we'll then you will hear them live on the plus. So Rabboni is listening to us from Atunsu. Mr. Moses Edumata Dapa is also listening to us. And there's there's Monica from Fabi. Fabi, Monica, God bless you for listening to us. Sandopuku is listening to us from Jamestown in Accra. Isaac Baden, listen to us from Takarade. Mr. Paul Billy, of course, is also listening to us. Martin from Canada. Martin. Martin, Carlos T. Gladys, Isaiah, all of you listening to us live from Canada. Your number one internet radio station. Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Your number one internet radio station. Plus Radio. Plus Radio.
and of course the of course the ever constant mr lambo joseph lambo listening to us all the way from Thank you for tuning in to Plus Radio every morning. Thank you for always allowing us into your homes, allowing us into your ears to feed Mr. Ufusuini from Bema Camp, of course. And a whole lot of other people, whole lot of other people, Mr. Eduhine, Mr. Eddie, Eddie L, L. All of you are listening to us and I want to say thank you and God bless you for listening to us. It's a terrific Thursday morning and I'm so excited. Thank goodness for Thursday, you know. Just while we'll be doing our COVID watch, and of course today we have we have a very exciting conversation. We're looking at the reviews or the reactions from fix the country um, that happened all over the, the um, it happened all over the country. I mean, though the protest was in Accra, but it happened all over the country. We want to find out what does fix the country mean to you. Today we're asking the question: If the president had your audience this morning, what are you telling him? What is the one thing? Don't say everything. What is the one thing that if the president had your audience this morning, what would you want him to fix? Some piece of good news coming in as a Ghanaian. I mean, we are all proud to to, to be Ghanaians, and uh, the Ghana Ghana is able to. If you are following the Olympics, of course, if you, are, you need to be following the Olympics to understand this. But like Team Ghana has secured their first final since 1996, Atlanta 1996, into the Olympics 4 by 100 meter 
finals this that's that's some good news coming in um, from tokyo in the, in the olympics of course your number one internet radio station plus radio plus radio your number one internet radio station plus radio plus radio yeah Premise ya, 
Oti ya wafè, fa social distance di jima wakè Le vle tu korona ngè, beli me oula Na mwa pele mwa kè Isu mwa ma dwa kè ni mwa kwebo Si wapa ishona kè wa ilo Wila ya peni akalo akalo ndo konkulo Anti dede wo no smas Bosha nishona bole mwa distance Mwani kè nishona wakè cha korona Kwa kwa yè fwa yno le obabo Hè fwa di lo, hè kwa bada yolo Amo udo yolo Why I go, I go fear. You say, Obi, I want ye. I no pay. Yeah, Saba, you be born come over COVID nineteen and the whole haha and no matter be brain and no be the home come I want us to um talk about not the not the increasing numbers because yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, say because of. Letting our guard down, the numbers would go up a little. But yes, I actually won't cry, and we want to not just um, talk about it, but also put measures to be able to make sure we are safe. We are not losing our guard because uh, now it's I say each man for himself, God for us all. I mean, sometimes if you sit in a car and you speak to people, yesterday I was in a car, I was in a car and about, it was a bus that takes about 14, 15 people and only two people, one very old woman with the nose semi on, and I say semi on, is covering the mouth, not not the notes. And that's, I mean, that's not the right way to even wear it in the first place, but at least she had them nose marks and from the driver to the last person the person sitting in the corner of the bus will be answering nose marks and it has become normal and it's funny because the reason why this is so pathetic is that if so that's that's fine at least we will mourn you for a couple of days and we will be okay but now you can infect someone you can infect somebody who we see yet to even experience life. Think about it. a 10-year-old, a 15-year-old who knows next to not, nothing when it comes to what life really is. So please, this morning is going to be very short. I hope and pray that it's going to be very short. But please, let's make sure we are staying safe. If, if not, not even for ourselves, we should make sure we are staying safe for others. And that is, that is the proper way to live. No matter what faith you, you, you are, you could be a Buddhist, you could be part of the El Kanka family, you could be uh, a Christian, you could be a Muslim, you could be, you could be even, forget about even faith for now. You could just be an, a human being, just be a human being and make sure you are staying safe for yourself. Grab a nose mask. How much is it going out for these days? Just grab one. 
you can use one for like two days which you don't even encourage but just grab a nose mask make sure you are staying safe it's more like preventing yourself from a gunshot Mm -hmm. think about protecting yourself like preventing yourself from a gunshot you get it just prevent yourself from a gunshot because if if your kids see you coming home they are going to come for a hug and then you don't have a nose mask on and then you went out and you met your fellow in quotes careless person who didn't have a nose mask on so both of you are taking the the virus homes to your individual i mean your your individual homes to people you really love the 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 sad thing is that you infect people that you really love with the virus so please let's make sure you are staying safe wherever you are if you are more than one person put your nose mask on because the delta variants has made us understand the experts misunderstand that the virus can be in in suspense it can be in the air for for close to an hour and it will still be in the air so imagine in our studios right now i enter the studio there are no smacks then i go out the next person the next show immediately after our show if they come in to sit down it's more it's likely they are going to take the virus also away so please let's all be careful let's all be careful let's reduce the rate at which we live our lives anyhow because indeed god has a purpose for all of us today we we learned how to be a true disciple so if you if you're a true disciple then god has a plan for you look at how look at what god did with elijah look at what god did with elijah after elijah left today's study what we what we we read god used elijah massively elijah got a double portion of elijah's anointing but he had to stay safe to be able to do that he had to stay safe to be able to do that so please this is not rocket science this is not you don't have to be in a, a a phd holder to understand some of these things these are things that is a normal it should be normal for us this it should be it should be something that we so much understand because if ghana is going to get better to fix their country demonstration and all these demonstrations if ghana is going to be any better people have to live in ghana for it to be better would you rather die and make all these good and positive changes that are coming our way very soon go to waste i know your answer i know your answer would be no so please let's stay safe so on a terrific thursday morning like this uh whatever you're doing make sure you have a couple of protocols a couple of values in there please make sure you wash your hands and run in the water with soup of course if you don't have access to water please use your alcohol-based hand sanitizers also at every point please put your nose max on please put your nose max on do it for yourself do it for your family the families that are waiting for you at home for you to um, come home to please do it for them also make sure you observe your two meter compulsory social distancing rule as much as it depends on you please avoid hugs handshakes and closeness sitting together and all of those things make sure immediately you get to your work or your place of uh, yeah, your place of work where you earn money whether it's your car whether it's your shop whether it's your office your desk please make sure you rub the surface of it with an alcohol based hand sanitizer spray or whatever you use to wipe the surface clean make sure that 
as soon as you touch your phone you touch someone else's phone you 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 touch the door knob whatever surface that you touch make sure you apply your hand sanitizer if you if you're in a workplace where you clock in please make sure after clocking in use your hand sanitizer to clean your hands and together we can all stay safe to see the goodness of the lord what god has for ghana you will see with our eyes if you're able to stay safe of course please make sure to use um, the social media handles of the ghana health service to get any updated updated covid protocols to be able to stay safe thank you so much for listening to us on the covid watch up next we have important shows for you of course yes let's give it let's give it this time and then very soon these two shall pass <laughs> Malam suro corona, while I will pass the suro corona. May you, may I think to be a suro corona. May you, may I think you know you suro corona. Who's suro corona? So who knows Max is a lucoproba. Mama, who refused to be the social distance of a ponano. Oh, no one's surface, I mean, I am. I'm sanitizer, you feel me fair. Man, damn, quick, quick. Nishia Station. Plus Radio. 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 Plus Radio
Thursday 8th, hey, 5th, 5th August, then watch over me, 5th August 2021, special birthday wishes that are coming, if you want to wish someone a happy birthday, kindly um, send it, send them in and then we wish them on your behalf, also we want to give someone a shout out, any, anyone just want to give them a shout out, kindly send them in and then we read them out for them to hear you So the first birthday shout is from all joy joy standard school 2017 batch and it's from cosmos cosmos is wishing edward asamoa a happy happy birthday so cosmos from joy standard school 2017 batch wishing edward a happy happy birthday And to my very good brother, Crystal Freeze, Mr. Godwell Bruce Nyako. This is from myself to you. A belated happy birthday. And this is to Styli, Styli, Styli of Katanga, Katanga Mensia Group, Mensia Group, Mensia Group, Styli, a happy 
birthday. Shout out to Mr. Bright. Bright watch he's yeah, getting married on a Saturday, Charlie. Congratulations in advance for that boat step. Congratulations about in advance for that boat step. So I think that's that does it for our shout out and birthday wishes. Internet radio station. Plus radio. Plus radio.
terrific Thursday, and then um, we are just how many how many hours are we from the how many hours are we away from the weekend? And then it's, it's it's wonderful that the Lord has seen us through four out of seven, five, four out of seven. And so um, on inspirational song this morning, I'm giving you a song from Wahima Mercy, and she calls us Obeye Amam. Of course, if God has seen you through four out of seven, definitely He will do it for you. So let's listen to Wahima Mercy, Obeye Amawo.
internet radio station. Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Your number one internet radio station. Plus Radio. Plus Radio. And I was from Ohima Mercy. Ohima Mercy. Indeed, the Lord will provide, the Lord will do it for you. We're having a conversation. We are asking the question that if you had the audience of the president right now, what would be the single thing you want him to do for you? Don't say, oh, I mean, the single thing that you think is a solution to all the problems. The solution, or, this, or what the single thing that you think if it's put right, it will put all the others on so it will bring or draw all the others to, to 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 be able for the country to be fixed that single thing you want the president to be able to do for you for the future generations for teachers for doctors for whoever whatever profession you are in the single thing that you want the president to do for you Plus radio, plus radio. Hungry man say fix the country. Belafu say fix yourself. Who 
really need fixing. Now I'll... Uh-huh. 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 Hip, hip. To, how to allow how to allow to play to play for a while I, the song is nice the song is nice you know so who needs fixing one party says fix the country one party says fix yourself so you're having a discussion yeah we, we, we are we are looking at um what happened yesterday fix the country demonstration it was it was a long time coming I mean for the organizers of course they've they've, they've endured some hardship actually trying to put this pull this off but uh, finally it came it came to it, it happened for them yesterday we are looking at reviews from fix the country demonstration yesterday we are asking the question that if you had the audience of the president this morning let's say the president is picking up a call he's calling everybody he's calling all 20 million Ghanaians one at a time 
what would be the one thing you have only one chance to tell the president what you want him to fix whether you're a teacher whether you're a banker whether you are a director whether you work in the media space what is the one thing that if the president had your audience this morning you'd want him to fix about the country we are the for change Now, I'm sending you to your car, you could try to anchor 500. My Amubu Pasavasa, as I'm on your car, you can go around my own. If you were to me, I didn't want to have five. Hungry man say, fix the country. Belafu say, fix yourself. Who really needs fixing? Now, there were people from all walks of life all walks of life let's listen to this pastor as he he runs and we ask him why really he was at the protest as a pastor as a, as a man of god let's listen to him we are not against NDC nor MPP but we are against the bad leadership of this nation the bad governance of this nation nowadays our church members when they come to church, they can't give offering. They can't pay their tithe because all our members are broke. There are no jobs in this our nation. That is why I have joined this demonstration. Hungry man say fix the country. Belafu say fix yourself. Who really needs fixing? Now I'll... So this lady too had something to say. The reason why I'm here, I'm a youth. Look at alive. Thirty-five years, I have nothing to do. And our good father and his ministers, they are taking salaries, taking double salaries. And they are even saying that they are going to pay their wife. 
Why? What wrong have you committed? Why should you be in our motherland and we are suffering? Why? Why? It's Ghana more than those who are in US. They fixed their system. They made the system work. So they should let our system work. So they will also work and sweat. Look at us. Why? We are useless. Meanwhile, we have certificates. If we apply for jobs, they want to have sex with you before they can give you job. Why? Why? They want to have an affair with you. They want to fuck you before they will give you work. Why? You are here because of work. I'm here because of work. I'm here because of everybody and the youth of this country. We are here to tell our leaders that enough is enough. So are you not afraid of the coronavirus? You're not wearing a mask. Never! Look at my own. If coronavirus is there, I could follow with it again and perform St. John's funeral. St. John's funeral. Then the president was there. So the president, if you are serious, we should have been preaching because he has wrecked the rock of this country. So the government is building uh, one million jobs for the youth. Why is it? Why is it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Why is it? Tell me, why is it? Why is it? Why is it? Again on the show, you're asking that is this demonstration really going to see? Uh, is it going to bring any positive change to 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 the space to 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 help us with the conversation this morning? I have my own very brother joining me in um, on on phone, of course, on phone as we have or as we explore the fix the country demonstration. Of course, you get a chance to call us. So write these numbers down: zero two four two seven one nine zero nine one zero two four two seven one nine zero nine one. Share with us what is the single thing. The one thing that you, if the president had your audience this morning, you would tell him to fix. Let us, let us know. Send us a WhatsApp. Send it to our, our, our fan page. You can send it to anybody you know, and then it will get to us and read them live on the show. This morning, join us on Plus Conversations is Mr. Anthony Ba. 
and we're going to have a conversation on fix the country share with us what is a single thing that if you had if you had the audience of mr president you would want him to fix hello good morning sir good morning then but what's in then of course this is the first time on the show but you, you are not you're not uh, a first timer on the show uh, i'll do the introduction myself i'll do the introduction myself but then let's jump on fix the country demonstration uh, it was on it was on it was on this media space the hashtag had been around for like what three four months finally we had a demonstration or protesters had a demonstration yesterday it was nationwide but the center stage was in was in Accra. let's i want us to look into it is it is it a demonstration that is going to see the, the light of day looking at how we've had so many demonstrations in this country from almost every region has seen some form of demonstration be it students be it um, teachers be it farmers whatever is this demonstration really going to see this is the first time we are seeing youth come together for a demonstration is this really going to see the light of day okay thank you very much uh uh one thing that i've been sure today in mindy uh is this how do i see the fifth year country movement is it seen by the government as it's thinking that we see it is it are we some people have defined the fifth the country movement as a nationwide movement, devoid mm -hmm. of any political party. Okay. But others also believe that it's highly partisan and that it's being backed by political parties. Okay. In all situations, I think one thing that we need to ask is that it's truly the country, we uh, need to fix the country. And if we need to fix the country, then I think the government should take them seriously. And these uh, since the country campaigners or demonstrators might not be taken serious because they, uh, they don't have specific things that they are demanding for. Uh, I, this morning I was following your show and a lot of people are actually are telling us that uh, government should fix this, government should fix this. Sometimes it gets a bit funny when some, some, some yesterday I listened to an audio and the person was saying that right now it's even difficult to get married. Men are not proposing. And I was asking myself, ah, <laughs> what has government got to do about men not proposing? But if there are organized demonstrations, there are people petitioning the government with a petition. And I'm here to see whether any petition was given to any ministry or any petition was given to any government agency about the country and what was on the list for the government to fix. Well, right now the government must also be in a fix. Right at the, what am I to fix? What am I to do? Because uh, I, I do the I do policy, uh, public policy. And one thing that we normally say is that identifying the problem is itself a problem. So there is a myriad of problems that we are talking about. But the question is, what are we to fix right now? And I think the the country demonstrators or the organizers we have done uh, uh, we have done a lot of uh, we have we have done as good when they had stated the things that they need the government to fix because as of, as of now if I ask you what should be fixed I I believe that we can mention 
more than 20 million need to be fixed in Ghana. Okay. Because there is a whole lot of stuff that needs to be fixed. When we can talk about employment, we can talk about roads, we can talk about corruption in the system, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, farmers not getting fertilizers to fix, uh, to, to fertilize their crops and all those stuff. They are the fix the country campaigners here. Yeah, the demonstration have gone on. But the question is, was it organized in the appropriate way? What was the leadership? As of now, you talk about organizers of fix the country. But as to who the leaders were, we don't know. And no one has owned up to say that, oh, I'm leading this group. All we know of is maybe some generally being uh, trying to campaign for it and trying to mobilize people to participate in it. Uh, we, can, we can talk about a whole lot of campaign uh, demonstrations that have gone on in Ghana. We can talk about the Kumpra uh, uh demonstration that went on during the PNDA, NDC era in the 1990s. And we, we knew people who were leaders of this Kumpra We can mention of Ekufuago, talk about Kosiprat, uh, talk about Kokubako. Uh, Tarzan, and we can talk about uh, a whole lot of uh, demonstration have gone on, and we have leaders, and these were organized people, and they petitioned the government with their request. With the Kumitrako, they were talking about uh, the main campaign was against VAT, okay. and that the VAT target was very high, and they needed government to reduce it. And this, it yielded, that one yielded result because it was definite. But when Fix the country. I mean, if we fix something right now, if rules are fixed, there are still a lot of things that need to be fixed. So, uh, as to whether to answer whether they'll be taken seriously, it relies on the government. And I see it not to be an organized demonstration. I think, as now, if I say organized, I think it lacks the appropriate structures as demonstration. And as, and as I said, I don't know whether the government was served with any petition. Okay, okay, okay. Because uh, demonstration should end in government being served with a petition. And what is on that petition? What should be fixed in the Ghana? And if I'm to also delve into the conversation, uh, the fixing it shouldn't be done by government, or shall it be done by citizens. And it's something we are all deliberating about. I need to fix ourselves, but the government needs to fix it. But I think the majority of things that we are talking about needs to be fixed by the government. Obviously, we can, as citizens, we can fix our rules. Citizens, we can't deal with corruption in the system. But it's also brought down, brought down our own morals and our integrity. Because if we are to adhere to ethics, ethics in our workplaces, uh, we will be able to carry. Car uh, corruption in the uh, public space. So that's what I have to say. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's in depth. I but then I want to put you on the spot. Um, prior to 2020 elections, I it, this wasn't on the list. But let me ask you: prior to 2020 elections, we know you, your 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 people organized um, a, a survey. I don't know what, whether it's a survey or a study or whatever. The things you go out there to ask people. And you went to all the all the two seven five constituencies, asking people, governmental staff, members of parliament stuff. 
compare the the the, the figures you had or the issues people labeled at you can we say that uh, their problems they are getting closer to getting solutions to the problems they give you or you think uh, it's, it's, it's getting worse let me let me let me put it that way well okay uh, uh, there are people there are a lot of us who are expecting to get get jobs as a youth one main thing that we are talking about is job creation and mm -hmm. um, are we seeing the job creation uh, we the one of the one of the uh, demonstrated means and made an assertion that whether if you want a job is whether you are affiliated to a political party before you mm -hmm. get a job. Mm -hmm. And right now we are talking about fix the country, we're not simply because we are not asking government to fix some sort of tangible things, but I believe that the system has been distorted. Okay. And right now, uh, wrong has been affected as right in the system. So if you are looking for a job and someone asks you to pay maybe 15,000 Ghana cities, uh, you say it to be right because that's what is going on. Mm -hmm. And there are still questions about even our security agencies, the number of the people of the number, uh, the people who are being employed or people who are being recruited to our security agencies. Okay. Some have the perception that these people are party faithful and fight boys. Who are being called into the security service, uh, security services, mm -hmm. and this also raise questions on our national security. And right now, one thing that we need to talk about as a country is insecurity. Okay. Right, uh, right now, the uh, comfort or the uh, peace of mind that we had previously, I think, in Ghana, we have that peace. We don't, we are not scared of anything. Mm -hmm. It's gradually going down. Of course. I, I, I recently, I, I happened to engage myself with some um, security personnel, and we were talking about certain stuff about insecurity in the country. Mm -hmm. And they made an assertion that, well, and how the country has become, uh, it will be very difficult for a security personnel to stand for a mob to lynch him without him attacking. Because there have been a series of situations in the country. And it can be traced back to the uh, uh, Major Muhammad's issue, uh -huh. where Eric Captain Muhammad's issue, where he was linked. And he had uh, he had uh, all this, uh, he had ammunition where he could have released on the people, but he decided to come down. Uh -huh. But he didn't go to anything. Uh -huh. And these sequences, are, uh, this series have been happening in this country in recent time. Okay. Uh, security personnel have been attacked by individuals. And they believe that they will have to defend themselves. And right now, even individuals or citizens in the country find it over, even find it difficult when all are uh, also scared about the security situation in the country. As I said earlier, the situation on the ground is many. If we have to talk about a whole lot of stuff, it's, we have a lot to talk about as a country. That's why I was saying that the uh, organization of giving us a detailed problem that needs to be fixed. Okay. What are needs to be fixed? And what are there to be fixed? And one thing that we should also take in mind is that when we talk about uh, re-identifying problems in the society, which society, uh, the intellectuals or the individuals in the society can present some sort of document and even give, identify some problem that needs to be fixed in the, in the country. 
But as of now, we don't have one uniform voice uh, that says that, oh, we are looking at employment to be fixed right now. Because the problem that have been mentioned, it has to be realistic. The government cannot fix all at the time. Okay. Talking about health, government cannot fix our health. Uh, like talking about health, talking about this, what I'm trying to say, the government cannot face all at a go. So I, I was expecting, as you are talking about the demonstration, I was expecting the demonstrators and the organizers to give us a detailed, a, a detailed a, a account of problems that needs to be solved in the country. And a better story they could have given us in a scale of preference, like what needs to be fixed first, prioritize it in a form of priority, which one needs to be fixed, which one needs to be fixed. And as we go out to demonstrate, yeah, all of us can go out and demonstrate. We have that freedom to do that. But if we don't serve us any petition, and if you don't tell us what to solve, then we haven't done anything good for us as a country. Yeah, you have, your voice has been heard. But what are we to fix? So we are still in that dilemma. What should be fixed in Ghana? Okay, okay, all right. So um, finally, unemployment. We have unemployment. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm coming up with this with this question. The government says that it's going to create over is it a million jobs for for people? How realistic? How realistic is this? I mean, for those of us listening to us who are unemployed, praying for a job, how realistic is this? I mean, if in a foreseeable future, how realistic is is this job creation going to happen? I wanted to put this question. There. I wanted to ask this rhetorical question that the the woman that you played his voice said, mm -hmm. "Have you seen it?" Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> when you ask the question, that that voice came to my mind. Uh, have you seen it? And uh, the film, Free the Country, yesterday I was having a conversation with someone about the Free the Country uh, whole thing, and I was saying that uh, uh, the Bible reason that hope defers with the hashtag. And I was telling the person that we believe that in 2016, Ghanaians were crying for change because we thought the system wasn't better. Mm -hmm. So uh, our president or the MPP government presented itself to be a, a good government. And in the, in the conversation that we were saying that even if the NDC government, the previous NDC government scored 10%, and we refer to them as incompetent, and we vote, and if we have, if, let's say that a good, uh, the NDC government voted uh, had 49%, mm -hmm. and they were seen as incompetent, and that's what uh, their campaign was, the NDC government campaign was, that NDC, uh, NDC was incompetent. And they presented themselves and with a lot of, they, present, they gave us a lot of hope. One district, one factory. And the question is, the state of one district, one factory, was it able to yield the needed employment that it was it's supposed to? And the question is also about all those stuff. Uh, planting for food and job. Why is the state of planting for food and job? And in the first year, 2017, planting for food and job was one massive policy of the government. And it even free assets could not be compared to planting for freedom job when we talk about two thousand seventy. Mm -hmm. The policies or the good policies that was implemented by the government. But as as of now, the state of planting for freedom job, we don't even know 
what is going on. Mm -hmm. So I am trying to base it, your question on the performance of the government so far. Our hope was that we are going to make things better. Mm -hmm. And right now, people feel like, which I'm not excluded, they feel that uh, we have been disappointed by the government. Well, things that we dreamt of being better have not been made better. Okay. And I, I quoted the very words that say, hope defers me the hardship. And our expectations have not been made. Okay. And it has led us to this desperation. Uh, it has led us to this frustration in this country. And you're giving us another promise and not fixing it becomes a contribute to this disappointment and uh, frustration. But I can't remember some uh, the 2018 budget was read and uh, they said uh, money has been allocated for the construction of some road. Mm -hmm. I was very, very happy because in Parliament, the, uh, the finance minister specifically mentioned that there was going to be an overhead aswami runabout. And this has been about three years. It, it's more than three years. Mm -hmm. Three years. She said that three years ago. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the promise keep on coming. The government told us that he was going to build 81 hospitals at the peak of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. How many have been constructed? <laughs> so we, we will try and assess you based on your, power, your track record. The government is going to, you have said, I'm going to create a million jobs. But what has been his track record? Is he doing it? If he's doing it, yeah, we will, we will have that confidence in him that he's doing it. But yes, this has been the case that most of the promises have not been fulfilled. Okay. Most of the promises, we are still looking up to the government to do it. And if you are not doing it, how can we... Uh, trust you on this, how can we rely on this, on you, on this, and knowing what is going on there, it might be just an insinuation, because as an hour, I don't have any backing to say that whether it's true or not, and that insinuation that uh, it's only party which who are getting jobs in the system, a person then, a youth might be thinking, and I need to get a party card before I can get employment, which should not be so. The system should be fair to every individual. That's what I can say. And luckily, what I'll say is that uh, I'm going back to uh, the demonstrators, which I said they should have presented as a, a detailed document as to what needs to be said. Because there are certain things that it's not. We have private issue and public issue. Issues that need an intervention of government. And some issues that are just societal issues or individual issues that need to be solved that need to be solved by ourselves, not the government. Mm -hmm. And if that uh, distinction has been made, like how your song, the song that we were playing, mm -hmm. I think it would have been easier. Because when you mention about sanitation, I don't want to talk about sanitation, people raise concerns that we need to be involved. I want to talk about employment. Uh, I don't think employment, yeah, employment, if, even if we can create jobs, we need that enabling environment for us to create that job because this environment is not favorable. How can we create it? Mm -hmm. 
So that distinction needs to be made uh, because we can't ask ourselves uh, is it the government's responsibility to get husbands and wives for individuals? <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. All right. So, Mr. Anthony, but thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Plus Conversations. Uh, we hope we connect with you some other time. Uh huh. Hungry man say fix the country. Belafu say fix yourself. Who really needs fixing? Now, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hip, hip. Radio station plus radio plus radio. Hey, today my producer will call me. Uh, so we asked the question what is the one thing that you want the government to fix? And Jan says the government should fix their unemployment issues. Sandra is saying that the government should stop borrowing to buy big cars. Okay, hashtag fix the country. Nameba says that the government should fix the educational system because we are not learning anything in schools. Uh, Francis, 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 Francis Richborn, he says, the government should fix hostel prices, obviously, he's a student then. All right, so we asked, what is the one thing that you want the president to fix, and you've, you've shared your yours with us. Okay, this is uh, Gideon. Gideon says, the president should fix the bad roads, because where the foods come from, they have the bad roads okay so where we get food our food from happens to be the places where they have the bad roads then. so thank you so much for joining us today we have an array of have an um an array of programs lined up in the course of the the day for you um after here dj blinks will take over either auto dj or dj blinks will take over then uh, later in the day we're going to have Adam Drive. Today is a live worship. Watch out for that session. It's, it's going to be really amazing. Adam Drive with Raboni. And also afterwards, we're going to have the two ones. So this this is we're talking about ethnicity and male privileges in Ghana. Ethnicity and male privileges in Ghana. That's what you're talking about. We have uh, guests and, and then our executive producer here. Um, to have the conversation so look forward to it adam drive is up is four to six and then uh, the two one shows continuous immediately afterwards thank you so much for joining us uh, a special thank you to mr kofi brown for commanding your morning and mr Anthony bar and also to you for listening to us this morning for to you for listening to us this morning and so for sharing the links out and still staying with us it's 7 20 7 20 i need to go and face the discipline committee for taking 12, 20 minutes of time but also thank you so much also we come to the end of another powerful and, and educative section on the morning due thank you so much for joining us uh, we hope to see you what we learn tomorrow to end 
Hey, Christo <laughs> And so try be brave, but also kai be be a wufino. Ya chida wudu zini be fear, and so we down with chino. Be bumpaya when sabe kawodi e we yesu dimu. Open be bumpaya. So we no dey be ban e ma wa be mumbu. Dina pindi ne ma wa kumenu. Ye wa dini hutu na ne ya me so adi ni ne di buano. Plus radio. Plus radio. You've been looking for someone to take your sorrows all away One to hold you tight and say, everything's gonna be okay Kai Sambra will bring you now, one mani huna hune we are And the night to be dry, hold on to your faith There will be a brighter day, brighter day 